see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Hey. All righty. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Hold Sorry. on. Let me turn my volume up because you're real quiet. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. All right. So welcome to another episode of In the Stacks with... Barry. LaToya. And that's it. Um, although Amy the dog is here, but I don't know if she'll actually take part. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she may. She may decide to take part. But, uh, <laughs> she really only makes noise if uh, a car goes by and it's really noisy. Oh, okay. I understand. I feel the same way. I make noises when that happens too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what you motherfuckers been doing? Wow. Um, well, it's been almost two months, right, since our last yeah, show. I know. Should we like um, reintroduce ourselves? I guess really. No, I mean, because I know originally it was because the first two weeks was supposed to be because I was what going on a vac like doing tea and then doing vacation. Yeah. And then and then other stuff started to pop up. I think after that there were two weeks you were unavailable. And then the past I think one of the last times I was like, oh, we'll just wait till September or something. I don't know. I don't know. But um yeah. In that time, much of the same, I guess. Um, I, yeah, I mean, my life is is pretty boring and predictable. So, um, spent a lot of time with family, celebrated various birthdays. Uh, I've been watching a bit of television. You will be shocked, but since the vacation, I have read a book a week. So, wow. you know, it's like it's reminding me of those days when I was, you know, when I was younger and would love to go to the library and check out books. And so, so yeah, I'm averaging about 12, um, one, a, one a week. And I'm trying to, so I set my reading goal for this year for 12 books, which is usually what I do, where I'm like, you know, okay, let me finish a book um, in a month kind of thing. Just because, you know, generally speaking, I'm not reading. So um, it's a really, I think it's a, a realistic goal. So even though I started late, even though I started, I guess, in July, I'm still trying to hit the 12 by the end of the year. And at this rate, I should be able to. Um, but yeah, I'm nearing the end of, um, I, th I guess it's my fifth or sixth book. So so, yeah. these, I mean, what kind of books are they? Are they romance books? or Yeah, historical fiction. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, I read just one author um, because I'd fallen in love with her writing and was like, okay, I'm going to read everything she she puts out because when I found her, she had just kind of hit the scene and right. now I'm kind of behind. So I'm like picking, I, I have kind of this just really nerdy where I track all of the books that she has, all of the series. And so I go through them, you know, numerically. And then, so I'm finishing up one. I have one more book in this series and then I'll switch over to another one of her series. Um, so yeah, she's the only so, one I read. I feel like I should be reading other stuff, but you know. So is she like just that prolific or was, had she written a ton of books before you discover her? 
No, she she was she's just that prolific at this point because she didn't really do stuff before. I jumped on right when her new her first series was being written. So since then she's written quite a bit, but um, but yeah, I'm just kind of taking my my time going through them and. You know, like I said, it's just, it's really, really good to get back to doing that. I mean, I'm still watching TV, but there are, you know, I'm very protective of my reading time now. And, you know, like if Kay wants to watch TV while I'm reading, then, you know, I put in my earplugs and I make sure that my iPad kind of covers the screen of the TV so I can't see it. And I just, you know, kind of immerse myself in the book and then I make sure it's the last thing I do before I go to sleep at night so I like to read a chapter at a time so so even last night we went out to dinner and you know I mean there's really not much for us to talk about in general I mean you've been with someone so long it's just kind of like whatever so he was playing on his uh iPhone he's playing some new game he found and I was just reading so I think while we were there I read like a chapter (laughs) so I was eating and reading and you know that kind of thing it's it's our our normal that's just how we we um we do when we um go out to eat Oftentimes, yeah. if he has his iPad charged, then we'll both be playing. We'll, we play Zynga poker and we'll go on the same table and stuff. And like I've instituted new rules before we would kind of just tell each other, who you know, what hands we had. I was like, oh, that's not really fair, I guess. But if if I know that, like if he knows he's going to win the pot, then it's up to me to decide if I'm going to just feed him money, kind of like in real life, you know. So. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's just our our norm our norm i guess you could say but i'm enjoying being you know doing the reading again it's made me um more appreciative <laughs> of of just stuff so so yeah that's about the extent of it i think i'm sure um, something else will come to me but what's what's been going on with you for two months uh so i finished two novels Mm-hmm. Um, writing right <laughs> not reading yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah writing writing yeah i finished two novels um i'm about over halfway through with a ten thousand word short story that i owe pro se okay i've written about six thousand words on it um i've seen lots of tv and movies mm-hmm. um uh, t'challa and i went to the theater quite often yeah um, those today. two weeks it was like oh we're gonna go see what was it? The Ryan like Cruise and we yeah, and then the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. And was today, that one any? Yeah, was that one good? Free guy. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay, I've been. Yeah. I wanted to see it. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I wish it was. You know, like a Disney. Let me buy it and watch it at home. Um, well, and it is a Disney movie, but it's, but they it was, yeah only did a theatrical release. What is it? Didn't they just release the latest Marvel movie? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go see that later today, and it's got a. It's for 45 days. It's theater only. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, Jeez. so you can't you can't get it through Disney Plus right now. Okay, um, well that's probably how I'll end up watching it then, because yeah, <laughs> I'm still not going. Like, I mean, our theater was already crappy as it, uh, you know, to begin with. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know how clean, you know, how clean they are. Even you well, know, our, our theater stuff. has. Um, gone to the reclining chairs oh and, nice you know, all that stuff where you have to like pick your seats and that kind oh of stuff. I, I used to have um, that when i lived in edenton yeah, yeah that's i wish ours would do that 
Well, no, I think we kind of do now, but it's not the reclining chairs and it's, you know, they do need to um, update the theater, but, but yeah, yeah so that, that's used to be a nice. car mic and now AMC owns it. And so, yeah, the one we go to is an AMC. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to, I still actually pay for my, what is it? The AMC stubs membership where you get to see yeah. like a couple movies for free every month. Um, so I think I it reactivated maybe a couple of weeks ago. I still haven't well, even my, been. My AMC um, has a card where I'm, I'm a member of the fan thing, but uh, they don't do it like that. I earn like money. And mm-hmm. so like every so often I'll go and they'll say, oh, you know, you've accumulated $10. Do you want to take that off your tickets or? Oh, yeah. No, I do the A-list thing where you get to see you know it doesn't matter which movie um but i think you get like three or four for the month and you just you just get it for free you don't have to do anything extra and then of course if you buy you know concession items then that counts towards extra points um that you can then you know cash out kind of thing so again Um, i haven't been into a movie theater in so long i don't even remember the last movie i saw in theaters yeah you gotta go back it's fun um so what you were saying about how you follow that author i've got this uh guy who's been doing that with all my work so he's been oh really yeah and he'll put he's like he posted a review uh, about a month ago of this thing that's been out of print for like 10 years you know i don't know where he found it but what um, what, which one was that what's been out of print for 10 years uh guanyin and the horrors of oh my gosh i remember when you were writing that jeez okay all right i think i have that one yeah, I think that it's may be one, the only one you have. Yeah. No, it's not the only one I have, but I do remember that one because I remember the cover. Yeah. It's really cool. And um, so he posted a, a picture on Facebook yesterday that he tagged me in that he had bought all three Grave Digger novels, you know, <laughs> and continuing on through all my stuff. But um, That's really cool. Yeah. Have a devoted and, uh, fan. Right now I'm reading a book um, called uh, Read Aside. And it's how schools are killing reading and what you can do about it. Oh, that sounds like it's actually interesting. Yeah, it is. It's uh, talking about, you know, well, basically how we focus too much on them reading for tests and not for fun. Um, Because it's true. If you talk to kindergartners, they all love story time. Right. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, you get to fifth grade and it's like more, eh. And then you get to high school and it's like none of them read. Right, right. And, um, and, you know, so they're talking about, you know, how would you have grown to love reading if all you read was Shakespeare and, you know, Tom Sawyer? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes we, I, I even have this argument with folks now because, like, you know, I was talking about what book I want to read with my ninth graders. And, and I was thinking about maybe doing Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. But I was told, you know, that's not literary enough. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and so I talked about, um, you know, the hate you give, which was really high interest when I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're like, well, the Lexile level's too low. Oh, and so I'm going to, I'm going to end up doing some literary thing with them. And of course they're all going to hate it, you know, but oh, that sucks. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah. a lot of times it does take you doing something that, you know, is, was turned into a movie or that is a part of pop culture that, yeah you know, to get them interested again, because I think that's part of it, too, is getting their interest. And yeah, if you have to yeah. teach something that, you know, oh, well, it's because it hit this point level and blah, blah, blah. It's just, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, that's just like, I mean, with, um, 
you know, with the Hate You Give, of course, there's the movie you can tie it into. And even with Gatsby, um, you know, of course, there's the still fairly recent movie. Right. With Leo. Um, and and part of part of how I get them interested in Gatsby is by playing up all the salacious. Right. Content, yeah. You know, <laughs> get them get them into excited to begin with. You know, oh, there's cheating and there's drinking and there's cheating and there's, uh, <laughs> there's drinking and there's crime and, and murder cheating. and suicide <laughs> and there's cheating. Right. And yeah, they all get excited, you know. Um, but it's hard to do that with some things, you know. So it's funny, so, I was yeah. thinking whenever it whenever our family plays heads up, if the great Gatsby comes up as a clue, either myself mm. or or uh oh gosh, we haven't done this in so long that Gwen, there we go. Um, we'll use, we'll just say Barry's favorite book. And then we know that's the, that's the answer. Yeah. So, it's weird. I, I won't be teaching it at all this whole year. That is um, very weird. I know you always yeah. look forward to teaching that. Well, and it's weird because last year they asked us all, you know, they were going to buy each English teacher a class set of novels. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they got me Gatsby. And now I don't teach it. <laughs> I was just sitting in my room. Um, but yeah. Mm. yeah we're, we're reading Slaughterhouse Five in my AP Lit classes in a few weeks. Okay. Um, I've heard of it. Short, I've not read it, but. Yeah, we've been doing short stories up till now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they've been really enjoying it. We've been doing some really good ones. And um, next we do we start our drama units. We're going to do Macbeth. Okay. Um, and then we'll do Slaughterhouse Five. And uh, then after that, we'll move on into our poetry unit. Cool. As long as you don't make them read. I remember having to read Grapes of Wrath in AP English and I hated it. It was I hate everything by Steinbeck. Yeah. It it, it was just painful. Yeah. (laughs) They used to always make us read The Pearl, you know, for short stories. And I just hate that damn story. I remember that one as well. Huh. Yeah. Not much has changed. (laughs) Right. Um, so on TV, I've been watching so much stuff. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine is back for its final season, mm-hmm. which and- I still haven't even watched any. Like I've seen episodes here and there, but it is one of the ones on my list to you know binge once it's done. <laughs> uh, AP Bio is back. I watched the first two episodes last night. They were Was both it good? really good. Yeah, they're both it, really good. Aren't they do? They're doing what they did like last season, where it's like eight episodes or something short. Yeah, they oh, dropped okay. the whole season once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's only eight episodes. Okay. Cause I remember I I remember watching season three and it was like, did I just watch a season? I mean, it, it just seemed yeah. to go by so quickly. So I guess if that's the way to keep it on the air, then that that's cool. I know you love that show. I did in the like first two seasons, and then I was like, yeah. So yeah. Um, um so what what if has been great. Um Star Trek Lower Decks is back. I've been enjoying that. Mm-hmm um shit's creek i'm on the last season i've got five episodes left okay and that's on my watch um, list now yeah and, as well that. as as well as clarice mm-hmm. yeah i'm on um season four out of five of gotham um this season's been great uh let's see what else oh it has i think one of the characters or one of the people who play or is on the show is on shameless because he had left for like he was gonna leave and then he came back because shameless decided they were gonna wrap it up i think he played does he play the joker or scarecrow i don't know i don't know 
but um oh. he's it, well anyway so i mean I, I i know of the show obviously but i've right. never actually watched it yeah once you once you get into it it's pretty good uh, mm-hmm. it, some seasons are kind of repetitive mm-hmm. um because they're like 22 episode seasons and you know eventually even the characters start you know saying stuff like you know does anybody stay dead around here you know because it's like in some cases like the same character will have died and been somehow resurrected like four or five times oh jeez! and it's just you know eventually it's like again (laughs) you know (laughs) but um i'm watching this thing called title town high um it's a a netflix series about valdosta high school really yeah, and it's about their uh, their football season from a couple of years ago, but it also gets into like you know the teenager, you know, oh, so and so's upset because you kissed some other girl. Valdosta, like our Valdosta. Yeah, Valdosta, Georgia. That yeah. is insane. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So a lot of my kids are watching it because they're all like, you know, oh man, they should do one like you know that about Baldwin, you know, and that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> so those are the main shows I've been watching, and of course, I'm still watching Riverdale and stuff like that, which is gotten so absurd that you know in the oh, same so like episode, it's it's doing kind of like a pretty little, pretty little liars thing where things just is like really this is what's happening yes okay. oh yes i mean in the last episode we found out what happened to uh jughead during the seven year gap mm-hmm. and basically he got addicted to mushrooms and wrote uh the outsiders uh, only they call it, you know, something else. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, went on a bender, ended up uh, in the sewers where he met this guy called the Rat King, who uh, insisted that he gave, basically become like his court jester and tell all of his followers stories. Okay. And <laughs> then he managed to escape and all this stuff. But we don't know if it really happened or not. But And he's telling this whole story at like an AA meeting. Mm-hmm. And so at the end, the AA guy says, you know, well, wow, that's quite a story. All right, so who would like to go next? And I'm like, who the fuck is going to follow up back? Uh, exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh. I mean, even the drunks mm. and the addicts are going to be looking at him like, oh, you're fucked up. You know, that didn't happen. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. So I've been, you know, like I said, I've been watching a lot of TV, just looking at my app as far as recent stuff, because it's been so long that I'm like, there's tons of stuff I watched. And, um, oh, and clickbait, clickbait. Everybody I was going to get to that. Jeez, really? Oh, fine. Talk about clickbait. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So before we get to clickbait, I've, of course, been watching, which is still arguably my favorite show, which I know is kind of crazy, Real Sports with Brian Gumble. <laughs> um okay. last week tonight with john stewart of course or john oliver yeah. sorry and then younger finished off its run um i think it ran for seven seasons or something like that so i finished that up and that was really good um i've started watching this canadian series um that someone i was speaking to on the phone suggested um she so it was it was just like one of those calls where you're you know you're calling in to report an issue so I was speaking to her and she's like oh this is Anna and she's like I was like oh okay and she's like Anna with an E and I was like oh I love that show and so from there she ended up su- suggesting watching Heartland which um <laughs> is a Canadian show about like you know a ranch and all this stuff i mean it's it's pretty cool like it's i don't know it's one of those that it's addictive like it started in 2007 i am in season 
three. I think there are 14 seasons, something like that. But see, their seasons don't run like ours. I mean, at most, I think, is it like, how many episodes? I don't think it goes to, it doesn't, it it never gets into the 20s. Um, It's always, it's like 18 episodes a piece. The later seasons, there's less. I assume that it might be because of COVID or whatever. But, you know, 18, 18 episodes goes goes by free you know easily enough um and then of course you did suggest to me oh what was that show you suggested that was like a really good sports documentary and then i that was um oh yeah it was like i forget it had a it had a rhyming title it was like um it was about the indiana pacers detroit pistons fight yeah and um, you had told yeah. me and i was like oh i want to watch it and then now i'm like i gotta go dig through um dig through text just to find it well which is fine so yeah you suggested watching clickbait and i gave you grief all you know to begin with because i'm like you just i i don't trust you anymore when it comes to you telling me to watch something it was the the the, the, the documentary was called untold malice at the palace okay i want to see if it's in our app so i can make sure i i see it untold malice at the palace hmm i'm not seeing i don't think i'm seeing it um i thought it was in there because i thought i added it to mine oh it just calls it untold it's yeah, a it's, it's a series called Untold. Okay. And All right, and it's five episodes. episodes. Oh, okay. I, I, I added it. Cool, Netflix. Got it. But yeah, so I did end up watching Clickbait, and it was one of those shows that you just, you end up binging, because you just have yeah. to. Um, so my husband and I watched it together, and we like he's usually really really good at like knowing who the killer is kind of thing very early on i don't understand it because i'm like you're not even that smart but um he he both of us were you know since you told us to watch it and we knew that was kind of a whodunit kind of thing you know we started the show with that in mind like okay let's go ahead and kind of sort out people who we think are you know would have a good reason to kill this person blah 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 so i think you had said in the end we all thought it was the same person yeah and by the f- what is it six episodes so by the fifth episode that went out the window like it was like what yeah. and then they introduce someone else that you're like really like is that possible and then it's not even that person it's somebody else no. So, so yeah. it was when, when they, really good. When they introduced the brother of mm-hmm. the girl who committed suicide, um, and they really tried to make you think it was him, um, I actually thought it was going to be his buddy who did okay. it. Because um, he seemed like way too into the whole murder. Yeah, stuff. he was insane. Yeah. But then I went back to my initial theory, which mm-hmm. was that it was, you know, the, the victim's uh, best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was po- I was a hundred percent positive. Yeah, and me too. I texted you. I said, yeah, yeah I've already figured it out. <laughs> and then, like, right into the beginning of the last episode, I texted you back, and I was like, "Well, I was fucking wrong." Um, 
And I think that's what intrigued me. That's what intrigued me most because I'm like, you know, you're usually really good too at like picking yeah. the sound. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I saw your text, because I think it was shortly after that, it was like, okay, we're, we're it was the next morning we watched it. And um, yeah, that was that was a mind trip. I mean, yeah. I you if if anyone was able to figure it out before the reveal more power to them because i'm like i didn't see it coming anywhere <laughs> yeah and and i mean in hindsight i think they did play fair um it's not like cause sometimes you know it'll turn out to be somebody shocking and it's like there's no way right right we could have picked up on that and i think we could but it was it was so slight it was so subtle yeah exactly exactly yeah and I, one of my students who watched it, it was funny because he he binged the first seven episodes the first night. Mm-hmm. And he came in the next day and he said he thought he had figured it all out. And, <laughs> and I said, well, what episode are you on? And he said he was about to watch the last one. And I said, oh. I said, mm-hmm. so who is it? You know, and he thought it was the best friend, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. I said, I, I, that's who I thought too. And he says, it's not? I said, nope. He said, oh. <laughs> he said, well, then it's got to be the guy who was working with the brother. I said, hmm, I don't know, Maybe. And, uh, and he was like, he was like, was it? I said, I don't know, maybe. And uh, he said, well, it's got to be. There's nobody else it could be. Well, and I know, he like, yeah. He, he, said, he said, maybe it's the wife because he was suspicious of her mm-hmm. all along. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, and it's like, I'm like. <laughs> but then he came in the next day and he was like, he was like, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and I mean, because I thought as I was watching it, because each episode is named after one of the characters, like the mistress, right. the whatever. So I'm like, as I as it went further into the series, series, I was like, well, maybe these people are not it, but you know, it's it's just giving the story as to kind of how we might think that person would have done it. And so when right. that last episode came, the answer, it was just like, what the hell? Um, I mean, in, in, in a good way, in a sense, because I mean, obviously not giving anything away about it. It just, when you see it unfold, it's like, Jesus, wow. And, and you know, I know there's a lot of people who do the kind of stuff that this person was doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But see, and that's what I like. What that person was doing, I figured that part out that part out early enough. But I attributed it to the to the friend even before yeah, they like did. pulled up all the stuff on the. I was like, oh yeah, it has to be like a catfish. But right, yeah. It, and what, it, the only part that confused me for a long time was that woman who insisted that she had met him in real life mm-hmm. that yep. they had been lovers yep and i was like well if it's somebody catfishing how the fuck did that work exactly but, but i think they, it, they, they you know, yeah it went like, it went it just really went so well and i think you'd said that they're apparently going to come out with another season i heard that they're talking about it because it's been a huge hit for mm-hmm. netflix um and rightly I so <laughs> Yeah, I assume if they do another one, it will have to be like American Horror Story, something where it's a completely different plot each season. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know how you could, I don't know if I would want them to come up with a way to do it with these same characters. Well, and it's like I told you, um, I watched White Lotus, and because it was so huge for, I guess, HBO, they're doing another season, but they're doing it kind of in the way that they do American Horror Story, where it's, you know, 
just an entirely different story, a different cast. I mean, I know with American Horror Story, a lot of the same cast comes back, but plays different right. characters. But, you know, I'm like, I, I would be interested to see what clickbait too would be i feel like with click clickbait i liken it to how i felt about you when that first dropped and it was like oh yeah they have to do a second one and um you know we'll see but it yeah. it was well worth watching absolutely yeah i really enjoyed it um it's been a while since i, I saw a new show and was actually there at the beginning um because a lot of times what happens like i haven't watched white lotus I hadn't mm -hmm. heard anything about it until like it was almost over and people were already talking about a second one. So yeah, I you, might go back and watch it. You so. should. I mean, because I was watching it in real time, which annoys the hell out of me just, you know, because I hate waiting for it. I just want to sit there and, 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 you know, watch as much as I, I want to in that period without there being restrictions. Um, it is worth you going back and watching. It is a very... <laughs> It's a very interesting show, and there's one scene in particular that's like, holy fuck. It's just, I, I just didn't expect it on the screen. So even though it is HBO, I was um, surprised. But just the whole thing is, it's, it's very, to me, it's, it's an interesting look at just different people's psychology as well. Um, yeah. It has, I, for, I always forget her name, but she played Stifler's mom she's in it oh, yeah, and yeah. yeah uh connie Britton, who i love she was on friday night lights and and she was on 911 when it first started she's in it um was it steven zahn isn't it who i've always really liked um so their character there are people on there that you know from other stuff but the characters they play and the situations that they get themselves into is um really really interesting it also has what's her name something is it alexandria Dardo dario or something oh, she yeah. Was, yeah, oh, yeah she's in it um so you'll enjoy <laughs> it even if it's just for that um yeah. but I, I would suggest that you watch it i think that this that might be a good show for you to watch whether it be alone or with someone else kind of thing it yeah. i mean i i kay didn't watch it with me just because i didn't want to have to wait for him um and you know I don't, I don't think it would have been one of those where he would have pissed me off by sitting beside me being on his ipad while we're watching so um so i just made it a me show <laughs> um so i uh, also uh, the new season of american horror story speaking of that has begun and um this one has really macaulay Culkin in it right yeah he's been good um he's playing a very scuzzy character hmm. um, he's basically a male prostitute okay um and uh but uh evan peters uh is, is like a karaoke kind of guy in this one mm -hmm. and uh, so we've already gotten to see him do a, a wonderful version of islands in the stream oh and, uh, <laughs> and so yeah i mean i love it when it, i love the fact that the same actors come back every season mm -hmm. because you really get to appreciate them i mean i've seen evan peters be the the crazy killer i've seen him be the you know the hero i've seen him be you know, a drug addict and everything. It's just amazing to see the range that they have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've told yeah. you before the, I can't remember whether or not you watched it. I'd suggested you watching happy Valley, but that the guy who plays basically the, the killer, the he's just psychotic ends up then being on Grantchester and playing 
a priest and you buy him both ways but it's like yeah i mean i think that what they're doing with american american horror story is really cool in that yeah you do get to see different stories but being told by the same actors so that you can see their range you know so it's almost like um a promo reel or something if they're like trying to get another project it's like oh look i've played these you know all these different characters on this show um i I still i don't know i still haven't been enticed into watching it yet though yeah so i don't mean you know when it comes to like american horror story i don't know if you would you know yeah yeah but i mean it's you know it's an incredible incredible show Hmm. that's cool so anything yeah. else going on? Um, not, not really. So T'Challa is not with us this week because he no, is... He, he's representing the show at Dragon Con. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so, I'm curious. Yeah. My my, uh, my brother, um, Miles, he went and he left on Wednesday and is coming back on Monday. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's the thing he does every year with a group of guys he's been friends with since probably childhood. Uh, they get a room and all bunk up and they go, of course, in the various costumes. And so, I mean, they're they're all in kind of thing. And, you know, for me, those types of events aren't really my jam because I don't really like to go to places with a lot of people because people are stupid. Um, <laughs> but he loves it every year. I mean, it is like, it's on his calendar nothing else matters he will if he's doing something else he's gonna you know stop doing it just to go to dragon con and he gets all excited about planning his you know like his outfits for the next year and i'm like (laughs) okay that's yeah so so i know he was super thrilled to go was t'challa pretty excited um he was he i think he's the thing he's always most excited about is going to the vendor Mm-hmm. yep yep and all the stuff that's there i know he bought a um he bought like over a thousand magic cards for 15 dollars <laughs> um and he bought a um death eater mask cool um yeah so he's got various cosplay stuff so i assume he'll try and do the death eater thing next year yeah that's the thing that gwen likes the most she didn't get to go this year um but yeah she loves going to the vendor she that's like the reason for her to go um yeah but i know this year it was really really the restrictions were really tight that you had to you know be vaccinated fully vaccinated or you know have a negative covid test or something like that um and like even with the parade or something they weren't gonna let outside people be a part of it it was only um you know people who have been vaccinated or basically tested okay um, to come into the event so but yeah I mean I'm wondering if this is gonna be the new normal especially with the various <laughs> variants of uh, COVID you know I guess we're on what Delta right now and I'm like yeah give it another year or so we'll be on a different variant because I feel it the frustration of of there still being so many people who think that covid is a is some sort of conspiracy or that it's not that big of a deal and i mean i know it, it makes me sound incredibly insensitive but i'm like for these people who think this is a freaking joke they're the ones who need to get it they need to get it bad and they either need to be very very sick or it needs to kill them <laughs> so yeah. um because yeah. i'm like you know it's just i i don't need to have gotten it 
to know that it exists. You know, I know of people who have died from it, like personally have known people at this point. And just, you know, whenever I hear about it, when people end up in the hospital and stuff, I mean, you really, really worry for their life because people go in and just don't come out. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's still a frustration there and why it still remains so political. I'm like, you know, when I think back to even when they were like the polio vaccine, that kind of stuff, people did it or, you know, got it because it was a matter of public health how is this any different yeah. you know well that's so, just like you know only like 36 percent of people in georgia are fully vaccinated i'm not surprised it's georgia i mean it's but that's just ridiculous it is that only slightly more than a third of people in the state mm-hmm. and and it's you know they're there I, I can't mention any names but there are teachers at Baldwin who are not fully vaccinated um yeah I know personally of a teacher who had not gotten the vaccination either and got sick from school it's like okay and it's just like it's crazy Mm -hmm. um but you know they have their whatever um they have exactly their whatever it's not even it's nothing founded in in any logical sense it just I, I I don't understand you know, I think, yeah. what is it? Some people are thinking, oh, this this is where they start to chip you and all. It's, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I just, I, I can't. <laughs> I just so, can't. So on Thursday, I saw Rick Springfield in concert. Yes, you did. You did. Yeah. And, then, and there's actually a segue to this because um, he he brought up the, the vaccine stuff. And he said, mm-hmm. you know, please go get, you know, your shot. He says, they're not going to try and turn you into zombies. You know, it's not a mind <laughs> control operation. He says, you know, this isn't political. It's just, you know, trying to help save other people's lives. Right, going exactly. Get shot, you know, this kind of stuff. And, um, and you know, I mean, people, a lot of people cheered. But they, it, it was also probably like the most quiet the crowd was all night. Mm. Um, and I, I was just thinking, you know, obviously around here, I'm sure a lot of those people, you know, disagree with him. Um, right. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of the people who attended the concert were not vaccinated. So... Yeah, and they uh, they recommended masks, but they weren't required. Um, mm-hmm. so I'd say, God, I'd say eighty percent of the crowd had no masks on. Yeah, that's not a surprise. Um, yeah, there were I'm a few a, people, but well, I mean, even now that you know, I, I've been fully vaccinated for a while, but I'm like, I still refuse to roll the dice when it comes to that because I'm like, vaccination doesn't mean that I'm you know not able to get it or to pass it on, and so I'm like, if I go out. I'm wearing my mask, period. Yeah. You know, I'm going to practice social distance, distancing as much as possible. It's been kind of frustrating to see, you know, the the open up of the very, you know, just in terms of restaurants kind of resuming normal, you know, um, as far as sitting people at all the tables and, you know, not really doing the social distancing bit. That's been a little frustrating um, because, you know, I'm like, we'll go into the restaurant and people, as soon as you walk in, no one's wearing masks. You know, even the people yeah. who are waiting to be seating, no, no one's wearing them. People are just acting like, oh, everything, you know, COVID what? <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. like, I don't care if I am the minority, which usually I am. I don't mind going in and being the only one with a mask. I don't feel embarrassed by it or whatever. And, you know, there isn't anything anyone's going to do to make me think otherwise that, you know, I know it's not 
the one way to make sure it doesn't spread or whatever, but I'm like, I'm going to do what little, or, you know, these little measures just to help myself and others, you know? So yeah. Stupid people. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, it's weird. Like, so T'Challa is not here, but it's not like T'Challa generally drives the conversations, but it, it, it is kind of weird when he's not here. Yeah, it seems more quiet than usual. Which is funny he doesn't really say much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so true. So I'm getting, I'm still doing Legos. Um, the last big build I did was Taj Mahal. And I say big mm. just because the number of pieces, the, the, the actual item itself is not huge, but well, it is I mean, a larger a lot piece. Of people, they may not know it, but you are what is called a size queen. A th- oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the size for you and nothing else matters well anyway i'm into their architecture series so so i have um their the london series the trafalgar square uh new york city um and then of course now taj mahal um i am waiting i believe from what gwen was telling me in november they're going to be releasing the titanic which i'm like i don't even i don't care how much that costs i'm getting it because i'm you know really into all that morbid shit so i would i would not pay money for that that is going to be a wreck (laughs) um (laughs) i i think they said it was probably going to be about like 600 or something something like that jesus i'm gonna get it yep Mm -hmm. i don't care i'm getting it um, something like that but i've got yeah six hundred dollars i don't think you realize just how much some some of the lego sets cost so i mean my you know gwen and miles there if i was gonna pay that much for it it better come already put together <laughs> no the fun is putting it together just a puzzle so i mean they have their entire former living room is filled with lego sets I like so, how it's a former living room now. It's, yeah, because it, it's it's not a living room. There's nowhere to sit. There's no, you know, all of that has been moved downstairs into the basement. They have the living room downstairs now because, yeah, the entire former living room is covered with Legos. So, so if, I, if I walked in their house, the first thing I would see is the Lego room? Yeah, if you come through the front door, the first thing you would see is their Lego world. And then if you, as soon as you come through the front door, the first room to the right is their building room, the Lego building room. So, so they, basically, they two, two so yeah, rooms. two rooms that's devoted to Legos. Yep. So it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I'm not that hardcore. Um, you know, I do find the pieces that I, or the builds that I like to do. And I do watch Lego Masters like a complete nerd. But um, because this season, there's, a, um, there's an actual participant that uh, Gwen and I met in person. He was the one to suggest watching this season. Um, we went to Atlanta Brick Co. and he was working there. I was like, oh, he's kind of cute, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so... Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm on the, you'll see me on in one of the promos or whatever. So he, he has, he never said how far he gets in the show, because I'm sure that's, you know, they're not allowed to tell you. Right. But he is, he's, him and his brother have been a front, front runner this entire season. So right now it's down to, I think, the final four um, teams. And mm. of course, they are in it. Um, I want for them to win. 
Um, there's one other team that's also pretty decent, but it's been cool watching it. I didn't watch the first season of Lego Masters. Now that it's like, you know, when it, he comes on the screen and stuff, I'm like, I know that person. I've met him in real life. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's been kind of cool. So we refer to him them as the Georgia brothers because we know that they're, I mean, the show is filmed here um lego masters is and of course they are from here so right yeah but so outside of you know reading and legos i'm still doing puzzles um i got myself a new computer well two new computers um i was able to get the eidl which is the um the loan for small well for businesses because of the covid stuff and so the first thing i did was to use that money to um, buy two new computers. Well, an iMac and a laptop, which is a MacBook Pro. I've not opened the MacBook Pro yet because it's not that I, you know, well, I mean, I'm always at home. And so if I have my iMac, I don't necessarily need um, the laptop, you know, until I go out somewhere or whatever. So it's still shrink wrapped and everything. Um, but I'm enjoying my new computer. I gave my dad my old ones, and he is thrilled with them for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's about the extent of it. I use the other bit of cash to pay down on taxes. Um, I still have some some more taxes to pay, but uh, <laughs> always something. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to taxes next year. No, yeah. Um, this well, I, so if I pay off 2019, the only thing I've have left because I I was a couple of years in arrears and I got those paid off. But if I pay off 2019, then I still have like eight grand of 2020 to pay. Um, wow. I'm trying this year. I'm being better about just staying on top of paying my taxes because um, that's I think when you're when you're self-employed that's the biggest thing is that you know you're so used to just having your you know paycheck take out the taxes when you're yeah. self-employed you have to do it yourself and it's like there's always you know ends up being a million reasons why you couldn't pull it out that month or whatever yeah. um so I I'm trying to be more diligent this year because I don't want to continue the pattern of being in tax debt like it tax debt makes me feel very uncomfortable yeah i don't know it's one of the i don't know if it's very rational but i always somehow feel like you know like if with tax debt they're gonna you know you're gonna be blacklisted somewhere or (laughs) something so yeah so yeah but because i mean you have you understand since you have some self-employment income and it's it's a pain well and you know and i i increased the amount they're withholding from my other job but mm-hmm. i don't know if, if it's, it's gonna, gonna be enough it's gonna be enough you know because i mean it's it's surprising how much uh you owe if they don't take anything out right. it's like yeah <laughs> yeah because you're you're responsible for both sides whereas you know with your w2 the employer pays part of it and then you just right. pay the other part yeah as self-employed you got to pay the whole thing and yeah, it just never seems to be convenient enough. <laughs> well, and you know, if they would, if they would just go along and pay me under the table, it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But no, be better. This damn, this damn W nine that's reported <laughs> to the government. 
Yeah. Yeah, that is frustrating. I just, I like I said, I wish there was a way or someone would come up with a way that people could set it up where they basically, the money comes into one account and they take out the taxes for you and then deposit it into your account or something. Yes. You know, yeah. that would be really cool. But, but yeah, yeah. so... I assume we'll be recording again next week. Will T'Challa be back? Um, yeah, T'Challa will be here. Um, so, yeah, we should be back to a three-person show. Okay. Because, yeah, so this was episode four of season 14. Um, and we joked last year about season 13 taking forever to record. This one feels like it, it could be a full year or something. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe <laughs> the 12 maybe. episodes. Maybe we could get, you know, like five, six episodes in a row going, you know, so. Maybe, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, some of my podcasting friends, what they actually do is they will get together and they will just, like, record, like, six shows in mm-hmm. one day. They'll do, like, six hours and then they'll just release them, you know. But, man, I, I can't imagine doing that. Um, no, I can't I either. I'll talk to you for an hour or two and it's like, fuck, I'm tired. Exactly. I'll talk the rest of the day. Yeah, um, Really? Well, I mean, you and I talked yesterday. It was like, God damn it. We're going to have to talk again tomorrow and like actually do a show. I mean, you know, granted, most of the stuff we talk about, we can't talk about on the show. (laughs) But, but yeah, it is, it's, um, it's a challenge. I mean, I still enjoy doing it. I just, you know, you know, you fall out of the habit of doing it and then you just kind of get into the habit of just not doing it. But yeah, maybe We'll, we'll get a nice run of shows. That's like, you know, my, my ROM show kind of fell by the wayside. I only did like six episodes. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, every now and then I'm like, I should start up another one, you know, because I got things that I want to talk about and things that I'm into. But then I'm like, I don't know, do I really want to take, you know, another hour out of my week? <laughs> <laughs> do something else, you know. Well, maybe um, you should get back to doing, because, I mean, obviously you actually have fans and stuff. Um, yeah. so I think that, you know, I'm sure your fans would be interested in you doing a, a show that's more geared towards, you know, your interests as far as yeah. writing or, or, you know, whatever, but our, our show is more conversational and we don't always like, we, at this point don't really have an agenda. We just kind of go with it. <laughs> right. Well, we have, we have our liberal, uh, gay agenda. Yeah. We're always trying to push. Of course. But, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That should be the title of uh, the episode, Our Liberal Gay Agenda. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that will be the title of the episode. Well, I'll have to always pair it with something else. So it's gonna, that'll be, that'll oh, yeah. be your side of the, the um, title. Well, obviously liberal. it's clickbait, colon, Our Liberal Gay Agenda. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> that is what the, the um, title of the show will be. That, well, that helps me. Um, I, I then need to come up with the description, but, but yeah, yeah. so that works. Yeah, I think uh, I'll be leaving a little while to go see uh, the new Marvel film, Shanghai. Well, you'll have to tell me what you think of it. Um, well, I, I, T'Challa, by the way, this is T'Challa's portion of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he texted me last night after he saw the movie. Oh, so he saw it. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So this is T'Challa's review. And his is the one that, that matters most. So right. Shanghai was awesome. It had everything a movie needs. Kaiju combat, eldritch horrors, interdimensional travel, immortals, and kung fu. God damn. I said, cool. Were there after credit scenes? 
He said, two. Of course, said, it's Marvel. Movie, <laughs> yeah, I said, that movie does sound perfect. If it had titties, too, my head might explode. <laughs> and he said, LOL. Mm-hmm. And he said, soundtrack is a fusion of Pacific Rim and Doom Eternal. Hmm. I said, that sounds awesome. He mm-hmm. says, yeah. Also included some of the best fight scenes of any movie ever. What? probably my new favorite Marvel film. And no. I said, wow, that's high praise. That is insane. I mean, so and, and really the, the thing is, though, I, and I love it, and Marvel has never disappointed me. Like, there's not a Marvel movie that I'm like, oh, God, I hated this, or it sucked, or, you know, it was like, never. And I, you know, I don't know what to think of this one going into it, because I just don't know anything about the character, the, you know, yeah. this particular character. Well, if, it, if it helps you, uh, T'Challa knew nothing going in. Wow. And for him to say it's like his favorite Marvel movie, that's yeah. insane. Wow. So I, now I, 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 I want to see it. I can't imagine it's going to be my favorite. Yeah. there's something I like a lot. Well, well and that and you have emotional connections to some of the other characters. Like you already, right. you know, grew up reading the various comics and stuff. So, yeah, if you were to share the same opinion, that would be mind-blowing. Um, yeah. But now I'm kind of like, ooh, I, I think I might want to see it. Maybe I'll go, I'll make Kay watch it tonight or something. You know, we'll go to the theater since I get my free ticket anyway. Um, yeah. I, th- I was thinking about waiting till the 4.30 because me and uh, T'Challa started seeing everything in IMAX. Oh, and, uh, okay. IMAX when it's- I've only so- seen like one movie in IMAX. I think it was one of the Harry Potters or something. <laughs> yeah. When I was married, I couldn't see IMAX because it made my partner uh, nauseous. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. But now that you're free, you're doing whatever the hell you want. Just letting it That's all right. hang out. <laughs> That's right. I am, I am rocking out with my cock out. <laughs> In the words of Neil Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. So, so right, yeah, well. I think I might actually see it then. If not today, um, then tomorrow. Because I agree with you, too. Like, if I prefer to watch kind of midday ones because it l- tends to be less crowded. Yeah. Um, although, because it's the weekend, I'm concerned that there's going to be... Well, I might... Oh, it's a holiday. But I may actually see it on Monday then because Kay's off on that day as well. So yeah so yeah but well since you're gonna see it before me then you have to text me about it after the movie not during the movie just like not during the concert but now after you know i'm I'm recording stuff and i get it but i was like dude you need to enjoy the concert not worry about recording it but okay so after the movie you can call me i did a couple of facebook lives as well did you really I've never done that. I mean, I've seen them, but I've never done it. Um, yeah. But yeah, you have to, with this movie, you need to call me because it'll probably make sense for you to call instead of text um, to okay. tell me what you think of it because then it will determine whether ah, I see ah. it. Oh, there goes yeah. Amy. There's Amy, I told you. <laughs> she's like, she's ah. like, Daddy, it's time to go. Close it up. Yeah. Just <laughs> shut it up. So, so yes, let me know about it. I'm looking forward to seeing it myself just because because, you know, again, Marvel is never disappointed. So I go into it with, well, and even in all the other cases where I just don't really know much about any of the characters outside mm-hmm. of, you know, what I was, it was generally publicly known. In this case, I know nothing. So, so yeah, this is going to be kind of cool. Well, I will give you a call and let you know. All righty. Well, until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.